This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast. Hey, this is Dave Fennoy, the voice of Lee Everett, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Laurie Holden, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me, so keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you're listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the ZombieCast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to ZombieCast. ZombieCast. Temple, you know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, zombie cast. Stay tuned in. Follow me. And thank you, Romero, for that super awesome introduction this weekend. Welcome, zombies, to ZombieCast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie, episode 303, where I'm Sean. I am Matt. And I'm Ted. And thank you, zombies, for another download of ZombieCast this week. We want to thank you no matter where you get us, iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, ZombieCast.net. But the best place is every Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern at allgames.com forward slash chat. Come over here, enter the Discord chat, click that link, enter the chat, uh, mingle with us here on the show. There's a love mingle with you zombies here live at the All Games Radio Network. If you want to hear us live but cannot join us live on all devices, including car stereos, Amazon Echo, Google Home, all gaming consoles, and handheld tech devices, phones, and tablets. Simply add the free version of the TuneIn app at All Games Radio, and you can hear us live no matter where you're at in the world. We do want to remind you guys to go to ZombieResearchSociety.com, which is the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. Go over there and browse all those news articles. You can listen to ZombieCast over there. You know what? If you get bored in podcast form, the past episodes, and uh, all the goodness of ZombieCast of what we've become today before the reboot. Uh, we do want to thank Mr. George Romero over there, the late George Romero, Zombathon, Dave Marks, Matt Moak, all those guys at ZombieResearchSociety.com is having us as the one and only official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. And why over on the social medias, on Facebook and Twitter, follow and like ZombieCast World. That's how you can find us over on the social medias is we love mingling with the zombies all week, every week, all day long. And, uh... Pre-show, we were talking about Telltale Games. Now, we've talked about Telltale Games a lot here on the show, whether it being The Walking Dead or whether it being you know, uh, Dave Fennoy, which has come on the show, which has done several games. But uh, he was uh, – what's the guy's name? Uh, oh, God. Who are you talking about? <laughs> I have not listened to our intro forever. The, char- the character that Dave Fennoy played in uh, Walking oh, Dead. Oh, Jay, Jay, Jay something. I almost said Rupert McGill, who was... Uh, Rupert McGill. He was on Twin Peaks. 
tell. Okay, I'm gonna season one. Lee oh, Everett. Lee Everett. Lee Everett. That's Lee right. Everett. That's right. I don't know where I got Rupert McGill yeah. from. I, think, I don't know. Whatever. Yep. So, <laughs> so, but, but this kind of struck. You know, I, I haven't heard about this. Uh, you know, Matt does video game outsiders and uh, writes for Guinness Book of World Records, and Ted is all into gaming and. I game some, but I'm not into it. But I do know Telltale. You know, they won. You're not in the gaming, Sean. I, I am into gaming. I'm going to mm. get a new Xbox. My kids keep taking my Xboxes. <laughs> What's but, the last uh, game you played, Sean? What's the last game? The last game that I played was... Dead Rising 3 that night. No, Fortnite. Ago. Fortnite on that new PC that I bought uh, my son. <laughs> he wants the PS4 for his birthday, but I, I don't know if that's going to happen. But... But what I was going to say was Telltale Games beat all games one year at the Video Game Awards. It got yeah. Game of the Year for The Walking <laughs> Dead. Well, now, yeah, well, to, to clarify, Season right. 1 of The Walking Dead Telltale Game got to Game of the Year. And that was with uh, Clementine and Lee Everett as the main characters. And there's since been, like, four other seasons since. But, yeah, so the first season won. There's been, a, there's been a Michonne season, right? Just, like, the Michonne's. There's been a whole ton. After that one game of the year, Telltale like made games for everything. Game of Thrones. They're making a Stranger Things type video game. They made a they Batman were, game. They were bumping they made... though, right? I mean, everybody talked about, you know, hey, this Telltale game's coming out. Some people, if you hate it, you hate it. But if you like it, you love it. Yeah. But, it, you know, Telltale Games is like a part of common knowledge when it comes to video games now. And the way that they make video games is like the old Myst games. No. Uh, you know, Choose Your adventure Type games, right? Um, kind of. Mist is like a 3D exploration. Telltale is like you're watching a cartoon, a cel-shaded cartoon play out in front of you, and you get to take over the action sometimes. It's like a quick time adventures of choosing dialogue. It's like heavy but it's rain, like, but not as it's it's like very it's a heavy 2D. Rain. It's a 2D like you, you don't play an actual character per se. Well gotcha. you do. Yeah. But, I, yeah, sorry. But with the big bang and talk of Telltale games, you guys say they're going out of business? Yeah, it really shocks me because, you know, I thought that Wolf you know, Among that, Us, that's the other one. Sorry. Because, yeah. you know, with the, you know, because you, you can play their stuff literally on a console, on Apple devices, on your cell phone. So it seems like that they literally had every platform for their games. And I mean, is this just bad management? Is this something that they decided? I think it's the game industry, because the Telltale games were kind of a niche. Like, when one came out, not everyone had to have it. It wasn't a Spider-Man or anything like that. Like, right. I, I, and, and if you ask amongst even our friends, who are all gamers, who actually plays a Telltale I game? I don't enjoy them, to uh, the I, I kind of lost interest. Like, they felt like, when I game, I want to actually, like, game. <laughs> Telltale right. games are very much like reading a novel and getting to pick a key. And they're very well done. So I think they cater to a niche audience. They didn't do as many sales. They had some really good licenses, Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, but... Back to the Future. Back to the... Oh, yeah, I did play the Back to the Future one. So, I, you know, I think it's just a... It's the gaming industry. Like, you gotta either make blockbuster games or be an indie studio, but I think Telltale Games lived in that middle ground where they made barely enough to survive, and I guess they couldn't uh, do it anymore. But, you know, there's some staying back. Like, there's a whole team staying back to do the Netflix series. So it's not out completely. I think they just really okay. downsized. Yeah, but but it's like uh, you know if there was something that was to go out of business, and I and I like these games, but I don't understand wh why the hype about these games all the time is is the whole Lego universe in video games. Yeah, I don't I understand don't, why don't, it's so big. Lego. I, I love the games. This, no, I love the Lego. They give those away for free on on games with gold all the time. I got like ten Lego games, and I've so tried to play fun. them, and I'm just like, eh. 
Just the way they walk and shoot. I mean, it's just it seems like Telltale would outsurvive the Lego series. No, Legos. Lego are really well made games, and you can play them with kids. Like they're fantastic co op games with kids. A lot of collectibles. A lot of like fun discovery stuff. They're two completely different games, though. Ah, uh, so yeah. they should do like you know they always do like Lego Star Wars, Lego Indiana Jones. They should kick it up. They should, they should do like Lego Saw. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do an eight uh, like an eighteen plus rated Lego re- game? Yeah, reach like a new audience. Lego, uh, Lego Human Centipede. That's not a half bad idea. Lego so. Friday the Thirteenth. Even though the because of copyright, they're, they're, ruining, they're ruining everything with that. But imagine being Jason <laughs> and you're going on whacking people and they're exploding into like coins and shit. What about a Lego a Serbian tale or whatever it was called? Lego Serbian film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. I, that's why somebody hasn't made like fake box arts of these things yet. Like Lego. Lego Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> exactly. Lego Mother with Jennifer Lawrence. Just hey, yo, oh, guys, Le- Lego Terrifier. Yeah, that good. would be good. That would be awesome. Dude, I'm going to tell you what. I, you know, uh, The guy is still out on the road, but uh, I'm going to try to line him up for, for our reboot show. But uh, if you follow the, the director and uh, Art the Clown, the actor that played it, man, they, there are so many good collectibles out of you. And I know you follow those guys. On Instagram, Ted. But uh, some of those collectibles, man, are fantastic, I think, for Art the Clown. Yeah. Um, there's something about him I was going to say. You, you, you sparked my memory, and then I just totally lost it uh, with Terrifier and Art the Clown. I don't remember what I was going to say, Sean. Oh, come on. But it was, it was uh, relevant to your topic. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Ted. <laughs> So, uh, top tier podcasting. Yeah, there you go. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. So, that's our show. Uh, catch us on Stitcher. Okay. No, no, no. I'll I'll get it. I'll get it. It'll come back. It'll come back. Yeah. Uh, no, it's sad when, uh, but you know, something fun that's happened uh, is all these Telltale people have been laid off, but all the studios have, uh, and I guess this happens every time a studio gets shut down. All the other studios are saying, meet us. We'll get you a job. You'll have a, a home with us. So, Sounds like the developers and the people who work there are going to find a good uh, landing spot. Yeah. Fortnite's taking over everything. You know, I went to a concert this week to see Fallout Boy, and a couple of their songs, you know, they, they had a, uh, like a, this, the most amazing screen behind them. You mm-hmm. know, like, like, like IMAX quality stuff. But uh, they had so much Fortnite blended into that concert. It was nuts. What? And uh, yeah, you know, like, it, how? Like, like whenever they were playing the song Centuries. Yeah, uh, you know it was all Fortnite behind them, and I'm people I'm just all, cheering. I mean, I it's Fortnite it out. I tell you what, but but, but where I live at, Fortnite is literally 35, 40 minutes away from me. Uh, the studios where they make Fortnite, so it was just kind of neat to see something local connect to. But Fortnite's so big. You know, when we went to Myrtle Beach. Every every souvenir shop you went in was Fortnite iron ons, uh, and that's all my kids wanted. But uh, but Fortnite, man, it, it's I I I don't I don't get it. What am I missing? <laughs> I don't it's get my it. Kids, either, my kids, my kids. I don't live get and it. Die. I'll live tell you. I'll tell you what it is. Live it, die, my middle son. It was it was a, a a well-made version of PUBG, which is already gaining steam. It was a kind of a new concept. Fortnite was the first to kind of copy it, but do it really well. And then that ninja guy played it with Drake, and so that a top streamer played it with Drake. Then it hit mainstream after that. And then all the kids got caught on. It just it a groundswell from there. It's like the next Minecraft for kids, basically. It just caught on. Well, you know what? We we've been, we played a bit of uh, Subzy and I uh, played 
that I, I really don't like PUBG. I only have the Xbox version, and people say the PC one's way better, obviously, but I have never gotten it. I don't feel like I, – I just feel everything about it sucks. Mm-hmm. And we got in the Call of Duty Blackout beta, and uh, that is just PUBG. I mean, it's PUBG, like, verbatim, but way better. Like, I don't think – yeah, Call of Duty Blackout. Says. Oh, Call of Duty Blackout. Yeah, I, I I don't see why, and I mean I'm speaking out of my ass, but I don't understand why anybody, if you have the option to play PUBG, if you, I mean, I mean, if you're on console and you have the option to play PUBG or Call of Duty Blackout, I don't see why you would ever pick PUBG because it, it controls better, it looks better, it runs 60 frames a second locked, whereas PUBG can't even keep 30. I mean, it's uh, it's but they, it's the biggest ripoff I've ever seen. I mean, it 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 is. I would actually not blame the PUBG people if they sued Activision because it's so it's they literally took their game and the look and everything yeah. and just made it better and said, here's the new Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, everybody says that, says that if you like PUBG, that that, that new uh, Call of Duty is. Yeah, and I, and I was kind of phenomenal thinking, version that, of that could be cool, like a Call of Duty, uh, uh, you know, uh, Battle Royale. And I yeah, it, it's. Like I think I played that beta more than I played PUBG, and PUBG's been out for like a year. Yeah, and I right. and the three days I like was like I I and I I also killed more people than I've killed in a year of playing PUBG because I <laughs> PUBG's controls are fucking garbage. So yeah. I don't know. Well, help me out with, with Fortnite. What I was going to ask is is I spend a lot of five dollars every day on Fortnite and a lot of ten dollars every day on Fortnite. What am I buying? I don't know. <laughs> It's like that. I just need five, five you're, more you're dollars. Like a, your kids getting you to buy like a helmet stuff. or a new jacket yeah. for the character. You're buying cosmetic shit and dances. I think you can unlock too. Emotes. Yeah. He's like, Dad. Seriously, I I, I need five more dollars. Seriously. And I'll give him five. And he'll come back down to you like, Dad. Ten dollars is all I'm going to ask for. Last week I looked. It was like 125 dollars that Freeman Mommy had slipped the kids. On Fortnite. Why? You can say no. You know that, right? Yeah, mom. I'm dad. <laughs> mom. Uh, mom holds the keys to the kingdom, Matt. You know that. Well, it's they're buying. Uh, they're buying like cosmetics. Like they're buying. Oh God, there's a new purple hat. I got to get that purple hat. That's three dollars. Oh God, the kids can get a gun with a smiley face on. I've, I I got to have that. We have a rule now to where you know what, like like birthday money. We're like, you get you you, you got to buy. You need to buy something physical. You can't. You can't spend like three hundred dollars that you got from your grandma and aunts and uncles and all that on on Fortnite. I mean, it's become an addiction in my house. Yeah, Literally, well, an addiction. They have they have people like uh, uh or no no it's not just you like like they have people like on Oprah and stuff that have be like their their kids are addicted to Fortnite and they've had to like have interventions and shit. Yeah, marriage is lost. I mean, Morning Radio here is even talking about it about people just lost their marriage and you know I mean it. I don't know. It's just a thing, but I, you know, I want the fever, man. So the fever, you gotta, you gotta catch it. Fever, yeah. Fortnite oh, fever, catch it. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, you know, I, I'm excited about uh, Halloween. People know that I'm not a, a Michael Myers fan, but Ted, man, this hype is, uh, oh, the, oh, the movie. I thought you meant yeah, Halloween that, time in general. Ah, uh, now Halloween and, and Hellfest, dude, I'm excited about Hellfest. Also, yeah. I think it's going to be good. October I- is among us almost. Halloween's uh yeah and all the Halloween fun. I'm gonna be going to Halloween Horror Nights. Then I'm going to the Halloween 40th anniversary. Uh, they're having a for- Halloween 40th anniversary uh, um, convention. 
because it's the fourth anniversary of the movie, where like all the stars except for Paul Rudd and Jamie Lee Curtis are going to be there and Buster Rhymes. Uh, people forget Paul Rudd got his start oh. in the Halloween movies. People forget Jamie, that. Jamie Lee Curtis was just at our Barnes and Noble signing books for some really right, grandma. Did she write something? A grandma book. Yeah, I, I know <laughs> she writes children. She writes children's books. Yeah, it was a children's book. She was literally just at our Barnes and Noble, and she's not going to be at the Halloween. She's not going to be there, but like, I mean, it, yeah, like it, uh, uh, everybody's going to be there, but I don't think she is, and uh, it's kind of stupid. And it's in Pasadena where they filmed the original, or they film all the Halloweens. I bet the new one was there because it's supposed to be um, Halloween and a Nightmare on Elm Street are filmed in the same neighborhood, like the Freddy House and the Michael Myers House are like a street apart. Really? And, oh, oh, and the American Horror Story Murder House is right there too. You know the, the Murder House from. So if you ever go to Pasadena. You can get like a map, and there's just horror locations out the ass that you can go see. And, and they're all a like old lady. They're all they're and they're all walkable from each other. Pasadena. I really think this new Halloween movie is going to be just awesome. Like they they actually finally put effort into one. Yeah, but, but, time. but growing up, I mean, I'm really excited about it. Just when when, when you see him with the handful of teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and drop them. I don't yeah. know, man. That sucked me in. So it, I felt dirty watching that. And I don't know, man. I want to see it. But it, but if there's one movie that I literally hate more than Halloween, <laughs> one that I literally can't stand Jaws. ever. Not Jaws. I love Jaws. Was Jaws mm-hmm. Play. I've never been a fan of Chucky. Yeah. Never. <laughs> and you were telling me pre-show, warm-up, that there's a new Chucky? Yeah, there's a new Chucky, and nobody get nobody understands it because it's a uh, the current Chucky franchise. It's it's like it it's like the only '80s horror franchise that is still going that they've never rebooted it. It's the same story in one continuity, and it's had the same the same guy has written like D- D- Don Mancini or I can't remember his name is he he has written the entire series, same voice actor as Chucky, on and on and on. And they're not even done with the story. Like the last one ended with a cliffhanger, and it's kind of interesting. Is each Chucky movie is is kind of unique. Like they actually put effort and creativity into the Chucky movies. People wouldn't believe that, but they do. And uh, it's just out of it's like out of nowhere. They're just like, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to reboot the whole thing and throw it in the garbage, even though it's still I going it strong. I think it needs to be because Chucky, I think, is a love or hate relationship. Yeah, Matt, love or hate Chucky. I've got a neutral. Didn't this something come out uh, like last year on Netflix? Was yeah, there... Curse, Curse of Chucky. That was the uh, seventh one. Yeah, it, and it ended with a cliffhanger, and they, they needed to get a. It's like I, I'm kind of in the camp. Like if you want to reboot it, fine, but let him have one more movie to finish the original story. Is, is there a, is there a story to finish though? Is there like daily threads left? There, of... there is. There, yeah. there totally is. Yeah, the last one ended with like a huge. Like the kid from the first, uh, remember the kid that he was chasing around in the first two movies? Yeah. That same kid is in him now, and it's the same oh, actor. It's the same actor. He's 45 years old, and it's a, or something, and he's still running around being like fighting with Chucky. And uh, it had a cliffhanger involving him and all sorts of stuff. And it was like, I remember when it ended, I thought, eh, whatever. Good. Well, I guess I'll wait for the sequel next year, and now they're never going to do a sequel. Dude, the Chucky looks good. Tiger Call posted in uh, the All Games chat a picture yeah, of it. it. It looks, it looks, still looks like Chucky, just more cutesy. 
I was like back then. I, I swear, you know, it was Chucky or my pet mon. I like my pet monster better. <laughs> yeah, because they were comparable. Did yeah, you, yeah. Did, you like the, <laughs> did you ever see the my pet monster movie? There was a my pet monster movie. What? Yeah, no. man, I really. Mm-hmm. I like oh, I like little monsters with Howie Mandel. I watched that shit recently. Don't it, do that. It. Apparently, it doesn't hold That's up. That's a well. fun movie, but apparently, it holds up pretty badly. <laughs> You know, Monsters, Inc. was a total ripoff of Little Monsters. Oh, it wasn't. They oh. didn't use laughter to power their machines. It's about monsters that have, like, a society under the beds, and they have a whole thing. It's the same. That's, that's, the, oh, that's the cliche, not. though. That's the cliche. Yeah. Monsters under your bed. But a whole society and everything under the bed. But a society that runs a factory that, that collects laughs and, 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 and fear? No. Oh. You're stretching. Howie Don't Mandel would kill that little thing, whatever it was. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> the little one-eyed whatever the fuck. Mike Abowski. Oh. 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 That was a good movie. Monsters, Inc. Yeah. Well, the, the follow-up so you, was pretty good, too. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it was. But I, I'm sure you see that on loop now, being you have the two little ones, Matt. Do you go to work, or are you, like, or whenever... You're doing voice acting. Do you ever just have those kids' songs, just like Wiggles stuff, just looping in your head? Uh, we have oh, Wiggles plays all day long in this house, and yeah. we're seeing them live next month. Boom! I've seen them oh, live. Man. man, they're really good. Yeah. Cold spaghetti. Cold spaghetti. <laughs> Matt's voice. <laughs> yeah. Matt, look, I, I know a defeated man's cool. voice when I hear it, and, and this is, uh, <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, we're seeing it next month. Great. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be fantastic." Dor- Dorothy and everybody's there because it's kind of neat. Because whenever you see the real Wiggles, I mean, it was exciting, Matt. I mean, when me and Freeman Mommy went, because Asher was all hype about it. But to see, like, Dorothy and, and the Pirate and, and, you know, all those guys will be there. It's, uh, dude, you're really going to enjoy it more than you think, I believe. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Sing along yeah. and stuff. But when we went, uh, the, the main Wiggle, not Greg, uh, who's the yellow Wiggle? Uh, the opera wiggle or like the Aussie wiggle or Emma, Emma wiggle. Nah, the one with the yellow shirt. Mm, Emma wiggle. Hmm. Sorry. I got caught up thinking of Emma wiggle. The, the uh, main wiggle, whenever we went, uh, he come on the video screen right before the show. Like, I don't oh. know what the fuck's going on or what y'all are talking about. The wiggles kiss up, <laughs> but, but he was sick and his cousin showed up. So three of the wiggles were there. And then the main one was not there. The Asian guy was there and Mike oh. and. We're going to have to fill in for a wiggle. That's got to be like, uh, that's got to be intimidating. It's like my cousin Dave's going to fill in, guys. But I heard that <laughs> at one time they were making more money than God, the Queen of England. Something like that. I don't know. Oh, They're yeah. from Australia. But you're going to enjoy it, Matt. All right. Uh, I do want to take a second, uh, being that we're kind of off, and I'm sure Matt didn't watch Fear. Uh, <laughs> well, I, def- I definitely watched Fear, where I'm ready to talk it. Yeah, Ted, how, what did you think? Did you? Fears actually turned out good. John. Dude, they're don't in a ask, city now. Don't they're ask a city now with mass zombies everywhere. It's, it's actually turned out good. Uh-oh. I like. I think I like City more than I do Woods with the Walking Dead universe. But, I uh, like City's better than Woods. I completely agree. I like when yeah, they go they're to Yeah, they're in a city now, places. man. And yeah. it's mass zombies everywhere. They were stuck on the uh, rooftop. Uh, Morgan and gang on uh, this past week's episode. But uh, me and Lennon, we did slip out and see Predator this week. Did you, did you ever get a chance to see that, Ted? No, I heard it wasn't very good. But I did see two other movies I can talk about in a bit. Well, I heard it was, I was funny. 
It, it it was good. I was gonna I was gonna say we had fun watching Predator, uh, but I had no clue that Olivia Munn was literally gonna uh, turn your radio down if you have little ones. Okay. Olivia Munn in this movie literally says "Eat my pussy" like oh. fifteen times. Hmm. Really? Is that is that like women empowering or something? Is that subverting <laughs> expectations? I, I'm just telling you, <laughs> she literally says "Eat my pussy" like fifteen times in this movie, and me and Lyndon went. And it caught me off guard. And when she does it, she thinks the guy says, well, a guy does. He's like, I'll eat your pussy. She's like, Is he? he's going to eat my pussy? You're going to eat my pussy? What? You want to eat my pussy? But it huh? goes on. And, and the answer to that it, question it, it, is it, yes, is resounding yes. yes. Olivia <laughs> Munn, who knows me, knows that Olivia Munn is, she's like my number one. Or used to be on Attack of the Show Days. But it, it was kind of vulgar for a Predator movie. Yeah. And it, it it really caught me off guard sitting there with uh, my 12-year-old. And, mm. you know, vulgar stuff. You know, cussing doesn't bother us. Nudity doesn't it, it was bother a funny us, scene, but, like, though. Vulgar stuff. But, you, all right, yeah, but, Tiger, you you saw it, right? Tiger, uh, you, yeah. you've eaten a lot of pussy. What do you think? She literally says it, like, 15 times. Eat my pussy over and over and over. And I was like, oh. And Linda <laughs> was looking at me like, Dad. Blow- Dad, is this an ALF movie? Why is she going to eat the kitty cat? <laughs> I, is, this, is this the ALF reboot? Is the Predator an alien from Melmac? Dad, Dad why is she going to eat... Uh, son, this is the new ALF movie. Yeah, yeah, that's what's happening. They're rebooting <laughs> ALF. This is an HBO movie. I really enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed this movie. But it's an HBO. They can't seem to do... You know, actually, I will say... I would say they can't do Predator right. But no, they, this is the fourth, if you don't count like the spinoffs... This is the fourth Predator movie, and the first movie is like the, one of the greatest movies ever. You know what? Second and third one, not too bad. So, hey, you know, this one might, might not be good, this but one, I, I thought Predator, Predator 2 and Predators are both solid movies, I think. Well, there were, in this one, there were good Predators and there were bad Predators. And then you got one Predator that might have lost his mask, and... I'm going to say this, all right? So hold your ears shut, Ted, if you don't want to hear this. This is not I, a spoiler. I've already listened to, like, full spoiler reviews and stuff. You can go ahead. There, there's scenes where they're out trick-or-treating, and this kid finds a Predator mask. So yeah. he straps it, like, with a Velcro strap on his head, so he's got this big, giant mask. But he's seeing what the Predator sees, the infrared. Oh. And it, it was just – it was silly like that. You're like – I mean, for one, the, the mask, there's no way that it would even glue to his face. It, it was just silly stuff like that. And then humans become predators. What? What? How does that work? Right, Tiger? Uh, uh, explain, wait, explain. That scene, that scene with the... Humans have the predator suit. Okay, that, that scene that you're talking about with the kid putting on the mask during Halloween, there, there was a scene that happens during that that I thought was... You know, it caught me by surprise. You remember those two kids that were uh, teasing the kid? In, in, in school, yeah, and then yeah. they were they were, they were gonna mess with him again, but the kid was wearing the mask, and I think he had something on him, and there was this other he guy in this on. house. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a dude that 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 comes out of the house, uh, right behind him. He says something to the kid, and all of a sudden, this gun, this arm cannon came out of nowhere and blew up the house with the guy on it. Remember that scene? Yeah. No, no yeah. one cared about me until I put on I mean, the mask. I, I, when the kid found was... the wristband, yeah, the kid found the wristband 
the premise of the movie is a predator is here on Earth. He loses his mask and his wristband. So he's a good predator trying to find his shit. And then all of a sudden these predators come hunting that predator. So you got a good predator. It's like Terminator. You got why a good is there, Terminator. Why is there like a... There looks like there's like a 15-foot tall predator in the movie. What's that about? Uh, there is. Uh, I can't watch it, HBO. Don't. It's not a red box. It's not. <laughs> I'll wait for it, it, on, on uh, I'm Matt. That's Oakley. the super predator. But it, I don't know how to explain it to you, but it, it's not a bad movie. It's a fun movie, but it's not. The, the reason why there's a, a good predator. Okay, the reason why there's a good predator is because the good predator was trying to uh, send a... A, a a a weapon of some kind to to the humans because it's trying to warn the humans that of uh, impending invasion. So they so the, this predator was sending this uh, weapon to humans so that they can use it in the event more predators shows up on the planet. Yeah. It's nice of them. So as confusing <laughs> as our review sounds about this movie, it's about as confused as I was keeping up with it. But other than you know, but whenever you got the predator, you got the the neon green blood, you got the wristband, you got uh, you know the, the cannon on his shoulder, you get the fun predator stuff, and you get a lot of it, a lot of explosions, and it's kind of like get the you know, music, like the music, kid, the music in the movie is exactly like in the first movie. You hear a lot of the yeah, that that same yeah. that same type of music. But it's kind of like you know, like like if you were a kid and you, and you run into like 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 I said, like the Terminator. Whenever Schwarzenegger is good in the movie, and you're like, wow, man, he's there protecting the kid. But then you got you know, Predator kind of went along that path, kinda. And that's all I'm gonna say about that. But there's fun a scene where he, I guess it's protecting Jacob Tremblay, right? Yeah, just see it. It's a fun, you know, Dollar House maybe. But I I, I don't know. It was a it was straight up a B movie. I thought, other than Olivia Munn. I like I like the B movie. That was a good movie. That yeah, was a funny movie. It was uh, good. Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, but but let me know what you thought about it if you saw Predator because well, you know yeah. it's a you know people stand by the Predator. They love him, so I think I think maybe true Predator fans will be pissed off at this movie. Well, give me a synopsis of what happened in Fear, though. So what what happened? Because on Facebook you were all about this Fear episode. I, I want to know what happened. Uh, okay, fear. They were stuck on top of a building. Uh, they ended up taking the, the dreadlock lady hostage. Uh, they actually got off of the island. They got past the alligator. Uh, but, but it was mainly, it was just really good. There's uh, was some death last night, and it was in the city, man. It was just running down the city, you know, and they were going like floor to floor to floor to floor trying to get on top of buildings and stuff. And it was just really good action last night, man. It was, it was like watching season one of The Walking Dead whenever Rick's in the city. I, I really love the city scenes. And, and you know, yeah. Walking Dead is, you know, they've went into cities here and there. But, you know, those seem always seem like that those are the good episodes. Yeah. So, so I, I'm really digging. <laughs> well, I would I like to see them go go back to the city on uh, the original show. Well, I'm the, really the ready new, for the original show. The, the, the uh, Rick Rhymes, it looks like they're going to be in like downtown Washington, D.C., like in the White House. Like they're going to go because I wonder, like, why is no one ever Morgan's gone? headed there. I, I think I think I think fear is going to be on The Walking Dead this season. Well, like, I was uh, I wondered, like, why is no one ever said maybe we should go to downtown D.C. And, you know, I mean, it wouldn't a place a good hiding place or like a barricade to be like in the White House. 
You know, mm-hmm. like you have, you have that giant gate. You got that big lawn. You got, I mean, you got a, uh, that's, or those Didn't buildings. they go there one time on no, here? No, no, they never did. They're going this season. The first clip, like it shows them in there with the stairs. And then it has like Rick is right. They're all riding through like downtown Washington, D.C. And uh, maybe they'll find us. Like, maybe right maybe they'll find Tyrese got bit by the twins. I could have sworn that they went by the Capitol, or maybe that was. Oh Z no, Nation. they saw they saw it in the distance, but they never went to it. They saw it. Uh, okay, that's what it was then. Yeah, okay. maybe maybe they'll have a like uh, they'll find a zombie sitting uh, in the Abraham Lincoln chair, like the end of Marky Mark's Planet of the Apes. <laughs> you damn animal! Be like, yeah. oh my god, what, I don't even know what this means, but holy shit! <laughs> hey, mama, said hi. Tell you, say mama, hi to say hi to your mother for me. Say hi to your mother for me. Uh, I do want to talk about, uh, first of all, I want to talk about, oh, Upgrade. Upgrade? <laughs> I've been meaning to watch this. Uh, yeah, you, you should. It's really good. Uh, our, our buddy Sean Eames uh, Fuller on uh, Matflix gave us uh, Upgraded. And the premise, the premise sounds stupid, like it's a, show, it's a movie you've seen all the time before, but the execution is fantastic. It's about a dude who, uh, through something that happens, gets uh, an artificial intelligence chip embedded in him that kind of just gives him all these different abilities. But then the artificial intelligence chip can actually talk to him, too, inside his own head and provide him with any information he needs. But that's just like the, that's just the starting ground of this movie. So the action scenes are fantastic. The, the, the twists are the acting is corny, but I think it's supposed to be. Uh, it's just a really good sci fi movie. And it sets up kind of a universe that you hope that they, they get back to. It's a really good kind of under-the-radar movie, for sure. It was written, right, by right. Lee, uh, written directed by Lee Wanell, who wrote... It was one of the creators of Saw and Insidious. So he's, he's done a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's quality. It's a quality uh, It's a quality movie, so definitely watch that. And, uh, Sean, if you need it, we can uh, guide you in the right direction. Although, what what was it released on, Ted? It was... like It, it wasn't was, in it, theaters, but... It, it was in theaters, but no was one it? saw it. Yeah, it got good reviews, and nobody saw it. That's a that's a shame. I'll, I'll watch some zombie movie, Night of the Living Dead, <laughs> Night of the Living on Netflix. Dead. Yeah, I was, it's weird. I was watching it last night, just just skimming through it. Zombies yeah. were dumb, low budget movie. Yeah. But uh, our local news guy was on there. So what? I wonder if it was something that was made here local. But that's Night funny. Night of the Living Dead, it's kind of dumb. Scott Everything. Pilgrim, that was on Netflix too. That that's trending. That that's I always a fun it. movie. I absolutely love Scott Pilgrim. It's one of my favorite movies, actually. That girl's hot, man. Uh, you know that, Cloverfield. Uh, did you know that girl? Uh, did you hear the controversy? She, uh, she, and uh, her little fellow co-star, uh, what uh, was his name? Uh, Ewan McGregor. They had a dirty, sinful affair, oh, and they're both that's married. That's really? Uh oh. Yep. What a whore! Just kidding. Uh, you Alex Esso. He might get Alex. Yeah, I, yeah. I wonder. <laughs> They're working together, man. Maybe, well, maybe, maybe he was we'll, in. We'll, we'll have a picture. Next thing will be a picture of Alex Esso. will be dating you and McGregor. Like, really? Oh man, was that movie where he was he was a spy and he was running and his uncircumcised penis was flopping everywhere. I don't the mean anything, man. Movie Canadian. ever. I don't know if you guys get circumcised up there or not, but uh, <laughs> like like the UK don't. <laughs> I think there was a discussion about this one time somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right. Oh, hey, I saw another, uh, since I don't know if you guys are going to something else. There is a show on Netflix that you have to watch. It's called Maniac. Oh, with, yeah, I've heard of this. With, with, uh, with Finn Jonah Hill, who looks completely different. Emma Stone, who's one of my favorites. Um, and it is 
I think it's set. I think it's either set in the '80s with '80s technology, or it's like retro futurism. But it's a really. Tr- it's like if Wes Anderson. It's new. Yeah, it's new. It's like if Wes Anderson made a sci-fi with um, oh David Lynch. Like it's so weird. It's so well done. And Synopsis. it's kind of like, yeah, oh, it's kind ahead, it's kind of a uh, it's a trippy that, that two people sign up for this really experimental drug program. Um, and they just, uh, it's like balls out tripping kind of stuff that happens, but the writing's fantastic. Just the, this world that they built for the show. It's really interesting. Netflix Def- original. Yeah. It says, th- uh, it says two struggling strangers connect during a <laughs> mind bending pharmaceutical trial involving a doctor trial involving a doctor with mother issues and an emotionally complex computer. So is it? There was a movie called Altered States where a guy dumped himself in a pool of LSD, and the movie was based on his trip. Is it drugs like that? I, it's hard to explain. It's, it's not one of those shows that's easily people. explainable, but it's definitely. I think it's going to be one of those sleeper hits on Netflix that people are going to discover very soon, and then everyone has to watch it. Yeah, I'm going. Sorry, Chloe came in. <sighs> Daughters. <laughs> Hell. Hold on, I'm going with you guys. Uh, we're on the hunt for something. Well, I know, I know. You're not going to be able to find it, my friend. I don't think so either. Uh, why don't you just draw Spider-Man on a PS4? Just tell Ashton yeah. it's like the artist. Oh, no, you're, right. are you all, no, are no, trying no, to get a, oh, get the Spider-Man PS4? No, no, not that one. Just a pro. Oh, you, oh a pro. You should, you should be, be able to. Yeah. yeah. No, out everywhere. Best what? spot. Every Walmart, every Target around me. Is out because Sold of out. that that game. Huh. She she literally went into GameStop and they they literally had like a hundred and thirty copies of that game that is selling that good. She said that they had sh- rows and rows and rows of Spider Man because everybody's buying it. It is yeah, a fantastic game. <laughs> how far are you in that game, Meadow? I just a hundred percented it last night. I one hundred percented it too. Yeah. Woo High five hundred percent. Did you get the uh, Spidey under ruse? Yes, costumes? I did. I, I got all did the you, costumes. I got all you got the all powers. The trophies? I got everything. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that, but it's the game. The, look, the game says a hundred in the game, and I saw the credits, so the game is over. <laughs> I platinumed it, Tiger. I uh, I had to go for the platinum. Okay. You know what? I, I'm very. I'm, I'll check later. I don't even know if I platinumed it, but I got a hundred percent. So I I might have and not even know it. So we'll I see. I think you're, you either are super close or have to do something stupid like throw five enemies into each other or something dumb like that. But this game, now that I'm 100%, I'm like, give me something else to do in this. I, I, I actually want to go back to it. Well, I've, well they, I've got, done they, got a big, they got a big DLC coming of, like, a whole bunch of new shit. Yeah, well, did you do the, the secret photo locations? No, see, I didn't do that. I didn't do, like, the... I, I didn't even know until later, like, the... You can find, like, the hidden Daily Bugle newspapers. Oh, that yeah, are in, those. That's right. I didn't even know about that. I just hap- accidentally... I was almost done with the game. And I was playing as Miles Morales, like walking down the street or something. And it yeah. says, I was like, what the fuck is this? And I realized there's a whole <laughs> thing with these newspapers. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that doesn't count towards the 100% completion. So I was like, whatever. I don't think so. But I feel like there's something hidden if I do every single thing in this game. Yeah, it's great, though. It's a great game. It is. Is, is uh, ah. did, did he go? Oh, 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 I saw a movie. I saw two movies, actually. Do it up. Is Sean Sorry, here? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, I refuse to talk without Sean listening. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. 
<laughs> it got out for some reason. The first movie I saw is one that was t- talked about on the show a while ago, and I, I watched it because it showed up on a uh, Shutter, which I you know I love Shutter, and it it uh, I, I just turned it on. It is called uh, It Stains the Sands Red, or something Wait. like that. Wait, I've seen this. Yeah, yeah, I think you re- I think you and I'm says he recommended it a while ago, and I know we talked about it on this show. Okay, and, and the- it was about a zombie that was chasing a girl. In the desert, there was nothing yes. to climb on, and she just walked and the walked, pre- and the, the zombie pre- never stops. I, I thought it, I, I really liked it. The premise of the movie yeah. is a girl. It's a zombie apocalypse. Kind of starts with a cliche, and ah, it's a zombie apocalypse. But then it quickly subverts your expectations. <laughs> and, and what happens is uh, this woman and her like, she's kind of like a trashy type of woman, you know, and she has got like the scumbag boyfriend. They are escaping into the desert in their car. And, you know, one thing leads to another, and let's say she ends up alone, stranded in the desert. And a zombie is, she's way out there, like 40 miles out there. And a zombie starts just following her. And she has no weapons or anything. And the basically the entire movie is just this girl walking through the desert with a zombie on her ass. And, you know, she can't stop because the zombie never runs out of steam and never needs to eat and never anything. And she is... It's 100 billion degrees that she just has to keep walking, keeping ahead of this zombie or else she'll be eaten by it. And Ooh. it sounds like a dumb or a boring premise, but it's handled it's good. really well. And it and there's kind of like a little relationship builds between the woman and the zombie where she's like out there so long walking. She gets to where she actually kind of like the zombies, her only companion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it's I, I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. Hey. There you go. Wasn't that, wasn't that like an iTunes original or something like that? Straight it's, to iTunes. It's definitely a very low budget type of thing. But, but it was good. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely recommend it. Um, and I saw another movie uh, that I believe is on IMS uh, Flicks or <laughs> Matt Flicks or whatever we're calling it these days, without offending anybody. Free Dick Flicks. Dick Flicks. Flicks. A movie <laughs> called in, in theaters and on on demand called may uh i was said maniac it is called mandy oh yeah tell me about this have you heard of mandy everybody i know nicholas cage is in it so i'm interested okay this movie i love nicholas cage this movie is batshit fucking crazy (laughs) that's the best word i can use to describe mandy mandy it's like uh did you see the fountain with uh hugh jackman did anyone see that movie yes it's like if The Fountain was a horror movie with Nicolas Cage losing his fucking mind for uh-huh. two hours. So does That's... Mandy stand for something like yes. man-ass? No, uh, if you, I'll tell you the setup if you want to know the setup. But it's about uh, – the thing is so stylized. Like it has crazy imagery and all this weird shit happening in it. Um, the premise is Nicolas Cage – and it, Nicolas Cage is awesome in this movie um, – and this is a movie that requires, I think, repeat viewing just to sort of get it all. Uh, Nicholas Cage and his his uh, wife, whose name is Mandy, they live out in the woods. You know, mm-hmm. and they kind of have this nice little happy life. And she's kind of a weirdo, and she reads all these books about you know fantasy books, and she wears like heavy metal shirts, and she's got like a scar on her face, and never explained. And she's very kind of haunting looking. And um, one day, uh, these weirdos drive by in a van. And they see Mandy. And 
it turns out these dudes are part of like a crazy religious cult, like in Outlast Two or some shit. Mm-hmm. They're a bunch of weirdo, like like Jesus freak weirdos. And the leader of the cult is this mate crazy guy, like egotistical guy who you know writes his own music and records his own albums and listens to it. And all of his songs he writes are about him and how great he is. <laughs> um, and he instantly just is, is infatuated by this woman he saw walking down the street. So he says he he's like I want this woman. So uh, basically, they summon demons uh, who you'll or maybe they're not demons. You'll have to see the movie, and they send them to abduct Mandy and bring her to him. And I'm gonna I'm not gonna get into what happens, but let's just say things don't go very well, and half of this movie is Nicolas Cage losing his mind. Uh, uh, he's on acid. He is losing his mind and he is violently, violently killing a bunch of, uh, cult members. <laughs> hey, I have to check it out. I mean, where'd you, where'd you say this? Uh, uh, you can see this movie tonight, uh, uh, Sean, and I can, I can help you out with that if you'd like to see it. Yeah, I might do that. I got. I actually, with- I actually did see it on demand, though. I actually did pay for it, but I have. Do I have you see it on demandy? Demandy, <laughs> I did. <laughs> but uh, it's. I recommend it just for how. Cre- it takes a long time to get going. Okay. It's like the first hour is just Nick, like life and times of Nicolas Cage and Mandy, and them just like hanging out, and nothing much is happening, and then it just goes like zero to a million. And it's Nicolas Cage is if you if you like a good Nicolas Cage losing his mind, screaming and laughing and rolling around on the floor and doing all that shit. This is uh, the one of the best Nicolas Cage losing his minds movies. He was in uh, Mom and Dad a little while back and he was losing his mind in that as well, because the concept was parents suddenly uh, get this instinctual urge to kill their young uh-huh. because they're animals and they don't want to be replaced. So all the all the parents are trying to kill their their kids. And he was one of the dads. I heard about this. Yeah. If you want to see the greatest Nicolas Cage losing his mind ever, uh, watch a movie called Vampire's Kiss from like 1987. Okay. That I'm is the kidding. best Nicolas Cage losing. In fact, you've probably seen the meme. There's a meme where he has this like really crazy look on his face. He, he has his head turned. He's smiling. And his eyes right. are all like big. That's from uh, Vampire's Kiss. So Mark, which is listening to us on TuneIn, just text me. Uh, a former co-worker says, uh, the craziest movie I've seen with Nick Cage is 8mm. Yeah, he, the, a, uh, he has a habit of doing one. movies uh, like that. I, I like Raising Arizona. Now, one movie that I like with Nick Cage is, what was it, Face Swap? What was it? Face Swap, yes, it was Face Swap. Uh, no, Face Off. Face, face off. off. Oh, Face yeah. Off. Face Off, that was a good movie. I liked his pizzazz in the movie, you know. Tori, you know, he he had the, the two pistols, like the gold-plated pistols. It yeah. was uh, it was good. But Raising Arizona, man, that's a good movie. That's a classic, Raising Arizona, for sure. I haven't seen that movie in probably since me and Freeman Mommy's been together. Which, tomorrow is our 25th anniversary of being together. I do want to throw that out there. Damn. Yep. Wow. Uh, I met her. I was 18. She was 17. Uh, back in 1993, at, right after I graduated, uh, she was still in school, and uh, we got married nine years later, but our son Ashton, I mean, we didn't get married nine years later. Our son Ashton uh, was born on September 25th, so our anniversary, 
25th anniversary is tomorrow, and Ashton turns 16 tomorrow. So September 25th is a very special day to me, but I do want to say happy birthday to Ashton, and uh, cheers, and I love you, and uh, uh, happy <laughs> oh, shit, Sean, death, uh, to you. the Freeman Molly, man. <laughs> 25 <laughs> years, that's a, that's a long time. I'm I've hit that mess uh, probably 10,000 times. That, that, that mess, huh? Yeah, I've hit that mess like 10,000 times. Wow. Uh, <laughs> what's going on right now? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Matt, dude, I love I love your family picks, man. Your daughter, <laughs> Thanks, and your son, and you. Uh, dude, you, you could never deny your kids. Ever. Ever. And it, and it's weird. Because, <laughs> you know, I'll look, at, I'll look at family pictures of Matt's family. And it's yeah. almost like a... Like, like, like if you see a comedian like, like Jim Carrey, you know, playing... Four different parts in a movie. It's like the same person is playing your daughter, your <laughs> yeah, son. Yeah, your you. kids. Your kids look exactly alike. You guys look that much alike to where it's almost like like your daughter could be a you know the boy actor that's playing you and Xander. Yeah, it, it's, they're it's little crazy looking at your It's yeah. crazy how much you guys look alike. Um, if you saw a little, I I should post it. There's a picture of me when I was Xander's age, and we're, we're exactly alike. I, I used to be adorable, guys. I used to be adorable. You look just like him now. Well, well, no joke. I saw a picture of Winnie a while ago, and I thought it was Xander. Yeah. But I was like, I was like, what the fuck? What, uh, is Xander still two <laughs> years old? What the hell happened? Then I realized it was not him. With the girl hair. I'm only worried, like, if Xander starts dating a girl and they come over, and the girl's like, "Wait, you look exactly like your sister," or the like, vice versa. Like twins, man. Yeah. <laughs> Because I remember I used to date this girl, and I saw her brother, and looked a lot alike, and I couldn't get it out of my head. It, it, That's like the of... problem with Hulk Hogan's daughter. She's hot until you realize she looks exactly like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> but uh, thanks, Sean. I appreciate that. That's uh, yep. very nice. Hey, 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 you know what? Maybe like uh, maybe uh, Xander will start dating some hot girl, and then she'll come over, and she'll mistake for Winnie, and you know, you get some hot lesbo action. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, no! How much is wrong with that statement? You get the hot lesbian stuff happening. You know, just putting it out. Why would I be interested in that? What? Why would I I be interested in that? What'd I say? What'd I say? Why? How does Winnie, first off? Uh, She's two years old. She's two years old. Well, I mean, this is years from now when she's older. I don't mean now. I would never be interested in that. Why would that be a selling point for me? I'm not saying you're interested in it. I'm oh. not saying you're interested in it. No one said that. Excuse you're me. Locker room cr- talk, Ted. It's locker room talk, Matt, between me and Ted. Yeah, it's, lock- right. it's locker room talk. Uh, but, Ted, dude, I love you a bunch. Matt, I love you a bunch. Uh, like I said, I think we should uh, go dark next week <laughs> for uh, the reboot. And the reboot's not going to be fireworks and stuff like that. We just want to polish the show up and uh, make it a little bit better, intros and stuff like that. Uh, but... It's time to end this show. Ted, where can people find you? That was a good show. Nice and short and uh, and, yeah. and some good the information. The new shows are going to be, I think, uh, we just decided 50, 50-ish to an hour and five minutes. Sure. And Let's you know what's going to be? You know, we're going to have uh, new intros. We're going to be, you know, we're gonna be snap, snap. We're going to be well-oiled machine. We're going to have a subsection. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be good. Yeah. We're getting a muzzle for Tiger. And, uh, oh, yeah, I'm maybe. kidding. Probably. Tiger will be back. No, I'm not kidding. I love Tiger. Uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. So we will be off next week. We will be back for the season premiere of season nine of The Walking Dead. And it's going to be good. Yeah, we, we broke down. If you go back two or three weeks episodes, if you're a new listener, 
we kind of break down that tra- Comic Con trailer of uh, how Rick's gonna die. Yeah, that, that, it's, it started. That. A, it started as a joke, and then Everybody I actually got. That. Then I actually got invested in it. I was like, uh, "This is a, we were just joking about breaking it down." Then it was like, "No, wait, 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 wait. What does he have the same shoes on?" <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. So I'm really excited about The Walking Dead, but uh, two weeks we'll be back. A little polished show and uh, talking about The Walking Dead, man. I'm ready. I'm really ready for it. So Hellfest comes out this week. When does Halloween come out, Ted? Uh, the 19th. The 19th. All right. Well, I still have Movie Pass. Uh, about, a, about a month from now. Uh, I'm still tagging along with Movie Pass. So I'm going to see Hellfest this week. So if you get a chance, Ted, see it, Matt. What's or if Matt can find it. It's the new movie to where I think we're going to get a new character in the horror genre like like we're gonna get a new freddy jason we're gonna get a new a new Michael bye-bye Meyer. man we're getting a new <laughs> bye-bye man look up the trailer don't for say Hellfest. his name ted don't say his name don't Goodbye. say it don't I... think it don't say it don't bye-bye say it. Man! no no don't say it don't think it uh, <laughs> before we go what was it what was the last series that we got jeepers creepers maybe what was it what was the last villain we got in the horror industry that like uh, classic if you watch Channel Zero, there's like a, a monster made of teeth. That's pretty. Yeah, cute. that thing's freaky looking. Uh, I need to Art finish. Art the Clown. That. I think Art the Clown will, will be or back. It was it. Did Pennywise come back into the mainstream with it? Oh yeah, he did. But do you yeah. count that as a new is a new thing though? I would ah, say it's so. like a reboot. Like the reboot of Pennywise is. But uh, I'll send you the trailer, man. It it looks really good and it looks like it's going to be a fun movie. But like a, a real horror movie, but it's uh, some guy with a wood-looking face. That's all I know. Right. Uh, but Hellfest. So, Ted, was that where people can find you? Uh, Tedekin and everything. Hellfest looks like a guy, uh, like like a maniac gets loose in Halloween Horror Nights. And they can't tell who the maniac is because everyone there is dressed up like a maniac. And I think that's kind of the premise, right? Isn't that sort of what happens? Yeah. Happen? yeah. Cool. I'll take it. Everybody's on my hell fest. Uh, but Matt, where can people find you? Uh, at Matt McFly, M-A-T-T-O-M-C-F-L-Y, the Video Game Outsiders podcast, and in the Guinness World Records Gamers Edition, and No Sleep Podcast. I did a, a really super creepy episode this week, so check it out. I heard it was creepy, man. Nice. Mm-hmm. I think Jesus is your biggest fan, man. He really, really, really loves No Sleep. It's I'm going to listen to it tomorrow. It it's is. A- I think your family, like, honestly, turn down the lights, grab some popcorn. Like, they're well-produced audio uh, horror stories. So, so that you, you're saying this one's real scary this week because I'm going to listen? The, the Scary slash interesting. Like, the, okay. the story I did was just, like, weird. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter.com slash FreemanDaddy5 and my Xbox One Gamer Tags, which I'm getting a new Xbox here soon, is uh, FreemanDaddy7. And uh, follow my DJ page. I love DJing, mixing music and stuff like that. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And my, my page is just Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash DJ Freeman Daddy. DJ Freeman's already taken, so DJ Freeman Daddy. Facebook.com forward slash DJ Freeman Daddy. Like my page over there. And uh, I love you guys. So we'll be back in two weeks. Yeah. We're going to be fluffing, glowing. Fluffing and glowing. Yep. But on behalf of the Mighty All Games Radio Network, Mr. Tiger Claw himself, Madam McFly. Oh, man, I just messed that all up. All out of whack. That's okay. But on behalf of the Mighty All Games Radio Network, Mr. Tiger Claw, Tedekin, Madam McFly, myself, Freeman Daddy 5, we call episode 303 of Zombie Cast. It took up.
Rap. 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 Rap.